Section twenty one of the Elements of Botany. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Elements of Botany by Asa Gray. Section eighteen Classification and Nomenclature. Classification in botany is the consideration of plants in respect to their kinds and relationships. Some system of nomenclature, or naming, is necessary for fixing and expressing botanical knowledge so as to make it available. The vast multiplicity of plants, and the various degrees of their relationship, imperatively require order and system not only as to names for designating the kinds of plants, but also as to terms for defining their differences. Nomenclature is concerned with the names of plants. Terminology supplies names of organs or parts, and terms to designate their differences. 1. Kinds and Relationship Plants and animals have two great peculiarities. First, they form themselves, and second, they multiply themselves they reproduce their kind in a continued succession of individuals. Mineral things occur as masses, which are divisible into smaller and still smaller ones without alteration of properties. But organic things, vegetables and animals, exist as individual beings. Each owes its existence to a parent and produces similar individuals in its turn. So each individual is a link of a chain, and to this chain the natural historian applies the name of species. All the descendants from the same stock therefore compose one species, and it was from our observing that the several sorts of plants or animals steadily reproduce themselves, or, in other words, keep up a succession of similar individuals, that the idea of species originated. There are few species, however, in which man has actually observed the succession for many generations. It could seldom be proved that all the white pine trees or white oaks of any forest came from the same stock. But observation, having familiarized us with the general fact that individuals proceeding from the same stock are essentially alike, we infer from their close resemblance that these similar individuals belong to the same species. That is, we infer it when the individuals are as much like each other as those are which we know, or confidently suppose, to have sprung from the same stock. Identity in species is inferred from close similarity in all essential respects, or whenever the differences, however considerable, are not known or reasonably supposed to have been originated in the course of time under changed conditions. No two individuals are exactly alike. A tendency to variation pervades all living things. In cultivation, where variations are looked after and cared for, very striking differences come to light. And if in wild nature they are less common or less conspicuous, it is partly because they are uncared for. When such variant forms are pretty well marked, they are called varieties. The white oak, for example, presents two or three varieties in the shape of the leaves, although they may be all alike upon each particular tree. The question often arises, and it is often hard to answer, whether the difference in a particular case is that of a variety, or is specific. If the former, it may commonly be proved by finding such intermediate degrees of difference in various individuals, as to show that no clear distinction can be drawn between them. 
or else by observing the variety to vary back again in some of its offspring the sorts of apples pears potatoes and the like show that differences which are permanent in the individual and continue unchanged through a long series of generations when propagated by division as by offsets cuttings grafts bulbs tubers etc are not likely to be reproduced by seed still they sometimes are so and perhaps always tend in that direction for the fundamental law in organic nature is that offspring shall be like parent races are such strongly marked varieties capable of coming true to seed the different sorts of wheat maize peas radishes etc are familiar examples by selecting those individuals of a species which have developed or inherited any desirable peculiarity keeping them from mingling with their less promising brethren and selecting again the most promising plants raised from their seeds the cultivator may in a few generations render almost any variety transmissible by seed so long as it is cared for and kept apart in fact this is the way the cultivated domestic races so useful to man have been fixed and preserved races in fact can hardly if at all be said to exist independently of man but man does not really produce them such peculiarities often surprising enough now and then originate we know not how the plant sports as the gardeners say they are only preserved propagated and generally further developed by the cultivator's skilful care if left alone they are likely to dwindle and perish or else revert to the original form of the species vegetable races are commonly annuals which can be kept up only by seed or herbs of which a succession of generations can be had every year or two and so the education by selection be completed without great lapse of time but all fruit trees could probably be fixed into races in an equal number of generations bud varieties are those which spring from buds instead of seed they are uncommon to any marked extent they are sometimes called sports but this name is equally applied to variations among seedlings crossbreeds strictly so called are the variations which come from cross-fertilizing one variety of a species with another hybrids are the varieties if they may be so called which come from crossing of species only nearly related species can be hybridized and the resulting progeny is usually self-sterile but not always hybrid plants however may often be fertilized and made prolific by the pollen of one or the other parent this produces another kind of cross-breeds species are the units in classification varieties although of utmost importance in cultivation and of considerable consequence in the flora of any country are of less botanical significance for they are apt to be indefinite and to shade off one form into another but species the botanist expects to be distinct indeed the practical difference to the botanist between species and varieties is the definite limitation of the one and the indefiniteness of the other the botanist's determination is partly a matter of observation partly of judgment in an enlarged view varieties may be incipient species and nearly related species probably come from a common stock in earlier times for there is every reason to believe that existing vegetation came from the more or less changed vegetation of a preceding geological era 
however that may be species are regarded as permanent and essentially unchanged in their succession of individuals through the actual ages there are at nearly the lowest computation as many as one hundred thousand species of phanerogamous plants and the cryptogamous species are thought to be still more numerous they are all connected by resemblances or relationships near and remote which show that they are all parts of one system realizations in nature as we may affirm of the conception of one mind as we survey them they do not form a single and connected chain stretching from the lowest to the highest organized species although there obviously are lower and higher grades but the species throughout group themselves as it were into clusters or constellations and these into still more comprehensive clusters and so on with gaps between it is this clustering which is the ground of the recognition of kinds of species that is of groups of species of successive grades or degree of generality such as that of similar species into genera of genera into families or orders of orders into classes in classification the sequence proceeding from higher or more general to lower or special is always class order genus species variety if need be genera in the singular genus are assemblages of closely related species in which the essential parts are all constructed on the same particular type or plan white oak red oak scarlet oak live oak etc are so many species of the oak genus latin quercus the chestnuts compose another genus the beeches another the apple pear and crab are species of one genus the quince represents another the various species of hawthorn a third in the animal kingdom the common cat the wild cat the panther the tiger the leopard and the lion are species of the cat kind or genus while the dog the jackal the different species of wolf and the foxes compose another genus some genera are represented by a vast number of species others by few very many by only one known species for the genus may be as perfectly represented in one species as in several although if this were the case throughout genera and species would of course be identical the beech genus and the chestnut genus would be just as distinct from the oak genus even if but one beech and chestnut were known as indeed was once the case orders are groups of genera which resemble each other that is they are to genera what genera are to species as familiar illustrations the oak chestnut and beech genera along with the hazel genus and the hornbeams all belong to one order the birches and the alders make another the poplars and willows another the walnuts with the butternut and the hickories still another the apple genus the quince and the hawthorns along with the plums and cherries and the peach the raspberry with the blackberry the strawberry the rose belong to a large order which takes its name from the rose most botanists use the names order and family synonymously the latter more popularly as the rose family the former more technically as order rosaceae but when the two are distinguished as is common in zoology family is of lower grade than order classes are still more comprehensive assemblages or great groups thus in modern botany 
the dicotyledonous plants compose one class the monocotyledonous plants another these four grades class order genus species are of universal use variety comes in upon occasion for although a species may have no recognized varieties a genus implies at least one species belonging to it every genus is of some order and every order of some class but these grades by no means exhaust the resources of classification nor suffice for the elucidation of all the distinctions which botanists recognize in the first place a higher grade than that of class is needful for the most comprehensive of divisions that of all plants into the two series of phanerogamous and cryptogamous and in natural history there are the two kingdoms or realms the vegetable and the animal moreover the stages of the scaffolding have been variously extended as required by the recognition of assemblages lower than class but higher than order viz subclass and cohort or lower than order a suborder or between this and genus a tribe or between this and tribe a subtribe or between genus and species a subgenus and by some a species has been divided into subspecies and a variety into subvarieties last of all are individuals suffice it to remember that the following are the principal grades in classification with the proper sequence also that only those here printed in small capitals are fundamental and universal in botany series class subclass cohort order or family suborder tribe subtribe genus subgenus or section species variety two names terms and characters the name of a plant is the name of its genus followed by that of the species the name of the genus answers to the surname or family name, that of the species to the baptismal name of a person. Thus Quercus is the name of the oak genus, Quercus alba, that of the white oak, Quercus rubra, that of the red oak, Quercus nigra, that of the blackjack, etc. Botanical names being Latin or Latinized, the adjective name of the species comes after that of the genus. Names of genera are of one word a substantive the older ones are mostly classical latin or greek adopted into latin such as quercus for the oak genus phagus for the beech corylus the hazel and the like but as more genera become known botanists had new names to make or borrow many are named from some appearance or property of the flowers leaves or other parts of the plant to take a few examples from the early pages of the Manual of the Botany of the Northern United States, the genus Hepatica comes from the shape of the leaf resembling that of the liver. Myosurus means mousetail. Delphinium is from delphin, a dolphin, and alludes to the shape of the flower, which was thought to resemble the classical figures of the dolphin. Xanthoriza is from two Greek words meaning yellow root, the common name of the plant. Simicifuga is formed of two Latin words meaning to drive away bugs, i.e. bugbane, the Siberian species being used to keep away such vermin. Sanguinaria, the bloodroot, is named from the blood-like color of its juice. Other genera are dedicated to distinguished botanists or promoters of science and bear their names, such as Magnolia, which commemorates the early French botanist Magnol, 
in jeffersonia named after president jefferson who sent the first exploring expedition over the rocky mountains others bear the name of the discoverer of the plant as saracenia dedicated to dr sarazin of quebec who was one of the first to send the common pitcher plant to the botanists of europe and claytonia first made known by the early virginian botanist clayton names of species the name of a species is also a single word appended to that of the genus it is commonly an adjective and therefore agrees with the generic name in case gender etc sometimes it relates to the country the species inhabits as claytonia virginica first made known from virginia sanguinaria canadensis from canada etc more commonly it denotes some obvious or characteristic trait of the species as for example in saracenia our northern species is named purpurea from the purple blossoms while a more southern one is named flava because its petals are yellow the species of jeffersonia is called defila meaning two-leaved because its leaf is divided into two leaflets some species are named after the discoverer or in compliment to a botanist who has made them known as magnolia fraseri named after the botanist fraser one of the first to find this species and saracenia drummondi for a pitcher plant found by mr drummond in florida such personal specific names are of course written with a capital initial letter occasionally some old substantive name is used for the species as magnolia umbrella the umbrella tree and ranunculus flammula these are also written with a capital initial and need not accord with the generic name in gender geographical specific names such as canadensis caroliniana americana in the latter usage are by some written without a capital initial but the older usage is better or at least more accordant with english orthography varietal names when any are required are made on the plan of specific names and follow these with the prefix var ranunculus flammula variety reptans the creeping variety ranunculus abertivus variety micranthus the small flowered variety of the species in recording the name of a plant it is usual to append the name or an abbreviation of the name of the botanist who first published it and in a flora or other systematic work this reference to the source of the name is completed by a further citation of the name of the book the volume and page where it was first published so ranunculus acris l means that this buttercup was first so named and described by linnaeus ranunculus multifidus persh that this species was so named and published by persh the suffix is no part of the name but is an abbreviated reference to be added or omitted as convenience or definiteness may require the authority for a generic name is similarly recorded thus ranunculus l means that the genus was so named by linnaeus myosurus dill means that the mouse-tail was established as a genus under this name by delenius colophyllum m-i-c-h-x that the blue cohosh was published under this name by michaud the full reverence in the last named instance would be in flora borelli americana first volume two hundred and fifth page in the customary abbreviation m i c h x f l i two o five 
Names of orders are given in the plural number, and are commonly formed by prolonging the name of a genus of the group taken as a representative of it. For example, the order of which the buttercup or crowfoot genus, Ranunculus, is the representative, takes from it the name of Ranunculaceae, meaning Plantae Ranunculaceae, when written out in full, that is, Ranunculaceous plants. Some old descriptive names of orders are kept up, such as Cruciferae, for the order to which cress and mustard belong, from the cruciform appearance of their expanded corolla, and umbelliferae, from the flowers being in umbels. Names of tribes, also of suborders, subtribes, and the like, are plurals of the names of the typical genus, less prolonged, usually in ei, ini, idi, etc. Thus the proper buttercup tribe is ranunculiae, of the clematis tribe, Clematididae, while the rose family is Rosaceae, the special rose tribe is Roseae. Names of classes, etc., for these see the following synopsis of the actual classification adopted. So a plant is named in two words, the generic and the specific names, to which may be added a third, that of the variety, upon occasion. The generic name is peculiar. Obviously, it must not be used twice over in botany. The specific name must not be used twice over in the same genus, but is free for any other genus. A Quercus alba, or white oak, is no hindrance to Betula alba, or white birch, and so of other names. Characters and Descriptions Plants are characterized by a terse statement, in botanical terms, of their peculiarities or distinguishing marks. The character of the order should include nothing which is common to the whole class it belongs to, that of the genus, nothing which is common to the order, that of the species, nothing that is shared with all other species of the genus, and so of other divisions. Descriptions may enter into complete details of the whole structure. Terminology, also called glossology, is nomenclature applied to organs or parts in their forms or modifications. Each organ or special part has a substantive name of its own. Shapes and other modifications of an organ or part are designated by adjective terms, or, when the forms are peculiar, substantive terms are given to them. By the correct use of such botanical terms, and by proper subordination of the characters under the order, genus, species, etc., plants may be described and determined with much precision. The classical language of botany is Latin. While modern languages have their own names and terms, these usually lack the precision of the Latin or Latinized botanical terminology. Fortunately, this Latinized terminology has been largely adopted and incorporated into the English technical language of botany, thus securing precision, and these terms are largely the basis of specific names of plants. A glossary or vocabulary of the principal botanical terms used in phanerogamous and vascular cryptogamous botany is appended to this volume, to which the student may refer as occasion arises. 3. System Two systems of classification used to be recognized in botany, the artificial and the natural, but only the latter is now thought to deserve the name of a system. Artificial classifications have for object merely the ascertaining of the name and place of a plant. They do not attempt to express relationships, but serve as a kind of dictionary. 
they distribute the genera and species according to some one peculiarity or set of peculiarities just as a dictionary distributes words according to their first letters disregarding all other considerations at present an artificial classification in botany is needed only as a key to the natural orders as an aid in referring an unknown plant to its proper family and such keys are still very needful at least for the beginner formerly when the orders themselves were not clearly made out an artificial classification was required to lead the student down to the genus two such classifications were long in vogue first that of tournefort founded mainly on the leaves of the flowers the calyx and corolla this was the prevalent system throughout the first half of the eighteenth century but it has long since gone by it was succeeded by the well-known artificial system of linnaeus which was founded on the stamens and pistils it consists of twenty-four classes and of a variable number of orders the classes founded mainly on the number and disposition of the stamens the orders partly upon the number of styles or stigmas partly upon other considerations useful and popular as this system was down to a time within the memory of still surviving botanists it is now completely obsolete but the tradition of it survives in the names of its classes menandria diandria triandria etc which are familiar in terminology in the adjective terms menandrus diandrus triandrus etc also of the orders monogyna digyna trigyna etc preserved in the form of monogynus digynus trigynus etc and in the name cryptogamia that of the twenty-fourth class which is continued for the lower series in the natural classification natural system a genuine system of botany consists of the orders or families duly arranged under their classes and having the tribes the genera and the species arranged in them according to their relationships this when properly carried out is the natural system because it is intended to express as well as possible the various degrees of relationship among plants as presented in nature that is to rank those species and those genera etc next to each other in the classification which are really most alike in all respects or in other words which are constructed most nearly on the same particular plan there can be only one natural system of botany if by this term is meant the plan according to which the vegetable creation was called into being with all its grades and diversities among the species as well of past as of the present time but there may be many natural systems if we mean the attempts of men to interpret and express that plan systems which will vary with advancing knowledge and with the judgment and skill of different botanists these must all be very imperfect bear the impress of individual minds and be shaped by the current philosophy of the age but the endeavour always is to make the classification answer to nature as far as any system can which has to be expressed in a definite and serial arrangement so although the classes orders genera etc are natural or as natural as the systematist can make them their grouping or order of arrangement in a book must necessarily be in great measure artificial indeed it is quite impossible to arrange the orders or even the few classes in a single series and yet have each group stand next to its nearest relatives on both sides especially it should be understood that 
although phanerogamous plants are of higher grade than cryptogamous and angiospermous or ordinary phanerogamous higher than the gymnospermous yet there is no culmination in the vegetable kingdom nor any highest or lowest order of phanerogamous plants the particular system most largely used at present in the classification of the orders is essentially the following series one phanerogamia phanerogamous or flowering plants class one dicotyledones angiospermiae called for shortness in english dicotyledons or dicotyls ovules in a closed ovary embryo dicotyledonous stem with exogenous plan of growth leaves reticulate veined artificial division one polypetali with petals mostly present and distinct orders about eighty in number ranunculaceae to cornaceae artificial division two gamopetali with gimbopetalus corolla orders about forty-five caprifoliaceae to plantagenaceae artificial division three apetali or incompleti with perianth when present of calyx only orders about thirty-five in number from nictagenaceae to salicaceae class two dicotyledones gymnospermiae in english gymnosperms no ovary or pericarp but ovules and seeds naked and no proper calyx nor corolla embryo dicotyledonous or polycotyledonous stem with exogenous plan of growth leaves mostly parallel veined consists of order nitaceae which strictly connects with angiospermous dicotyls or coniferae and of cycadaceae class three monocotyledones in english monocotyledons or monocotyls angiospermous embryo monocotyledonous stem with endogenous plan of growth leaves mostly parallel veined division one petaloidei perianth complete having the equivalent of both calyx and corolla and all the inner series coralline about eighteen orders division two calycinae perianth complete in two series but not coralline mostly thickish or glumaceous chiefly two orders juncaceae the true rushes and palmi palms division three spadicaflori or nudiflori perianth none or rudimentary and incomplete inflorescence spadaceous of five orders typhaceae and aroidae the principal division four glumaceae perianth none or very rudimentary glumaceous bracts to the flowers orders mainly cyperaceae and graminiae series two cryptogamia cryptogamous or flowerless plants class one pteridophyta pteridophytes class two bryophyta bryophytes class three thallophyta thallophytes End of section 21.